handbags, fridge freezers, six cobs for a pound. Between West Brom bus station and New Square, tucked away within the King Square shopping centre is West Brom Indoor Market. The once bustling shopping precinct has been in steady decline with the opening of the new shopping plaza on the other side of the town centre, but the market is a familiar constant. It's the market traders who make the market and the customers are there, not just for the everyday items that they're buying, but for the, how's your mum doing? Did you have a nice holiday? I can get one of those for you if you come back tomorrow. For the human connection. Uh, that one is the leather one, darling. So let me just check the, um, the ticket on this one. $7.99. Nice and soft. Yeah. Mm. I love that one, please. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful, darling. Okay. Uh, five nine. Perfect. Yeah, that's it. Really. <laughs> Give it a penny shake. Okay, don't worry. Okay. That was Rita, one of the market's most long-standing traders. She sells handbags. Yeah, well, my uh, mum and dad, um, because my mother uh, did an apprenticeship on what you call small leather goods, and uh, then they. Uh, started to manufacture small leather goods, which is purses, note cases, wallets, you call those small leather goods. And so they manufactured those and used to come on the market and sell them, you see. At one time, at Warsaw, you had a lot of manufacturers, small manufacturers, and uh, they uh, manufactured, again, what you call small leather goods, besides all the saddlery that was done there. But now, I think, at Warsaw, there's no small leather goods at all whatsoever. And I think there's only one saddle place left. This store, 32, my daughter's store, Rachel's Flowers. We do all sorts of flowers, you know, artificial, we do weddings, funerals, bouquets. We do everything, you know. You've got it with this, with this sort of iron, you know, uh, to make a living. You could just sell bunches of flowers. There ain't enough money in it, really, you know. Don't expect a bed of roses when you're married all the time. You've got to go and take a bit, you know. When things get tough and bad, you've got to just carry on, plod on, like, you know. I remember when I was in the army and our sergeant used to say to me, <coughs> you broke your mother's heart, you've all break mine. And anybody been in the army, I'll tell you now, <coughs> I gear a number in the army, I never forget that number. It's printed on my brain, 236-26-558. Never forget that number. Oh, when you've been in the army. I was in for two years. Yeah. I was in Germany. Come back on a ship uh, from the Ukevala, uh, from Harwich to the Ukevala and like, and uh, I said to the bloke on the ship, I said, <coughs> I said, is this ship any good? He said, it's sunk once. I've got it up. I thought, I don't sink this time with me on it, you know, huh? <laughs> but so long as I was going home, I thought, I'm going the right way anyway, yeah. In 1973, first came in here in 1973, so it's, I think it's almost 45 years, you know. And when we came in, there was the whole family in it, um, my wife and my mum and dad, and um, very busy in those days, you know four serving nearly nearly all the time but um, obviously it's changed over the years but I've also changed the stuff I sell over the years I don't you know I sell lots of uh, uh, tea bags and stuff like that, household stuff but I sell more makeup and perfume now I mean if uh, somebody asks me for like a lipstick it's a pound we'll get it for them 
you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a great believer in that. You know, if I can get it for somebody, I'll get it. Because I, I think that's you're running a business and you should do that. That's just that's my opinion. I think there's only probably three or four left. You know, originally here, me, Rita, Roy. Can't really think of anybody else really. It's, you know, they've all moved on. It's only when you stop to think about it. I mean, the guy stopped me the other day. I didn't even remember him. And he said to me, you don't remember me? I, I used to work on the electrical stall over the back. I, I vaguely remember him, but I mean, you know, it's incredible. You know. But it's the time. It's just like somebody's clicked the fingers and it's gone. I'm all right, Cocker. Don't leave me alone. My name's Tony. I live in Wensbury. And I always come to the West Bromwich most of the time. And the market's ideal, the prices are good and you get all what you want. Oh, yeah, come yeah. every week. These yeah. come two or three times a week, I only come once. We usually have a lot to do with the fruit store. We go to the fruit stall every week. Yeah. Or the bakery, get the cobs. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've all got some today, six. And you can freeze them, you know, they freeze well. Yes, I'm Antonio Brown, um, I'm from Loco, Smevy. I've come to purchase some coconuts, jelly nuts, uh, which contains water content to drink. And this is the place that I come to, Jackson's. And many people come here, actually quite a lot of people come here, if not only to speak to Earl, who can talk to you for three years straight without taking a breath, but also to um, get good quality West Indian food. Change the world. She got you cheese and cleanse it. Mutton one. Yeah. And that's Uncle Fix there. I've known this man about 30 years. My dad was, um, uh, uh, we call it, um, what we call it in Jamaica? Igla. 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 Yeah. He used to go to the local farmers and buy stuff and take it to the big market. And he spent about two or three days. He bought enough to last him. Yeah. But he never made no money. Just put food on the table. And that was good, innit? My dad used to work in the market. He came here in 1955 from Jamaica. And then he started working in that environment. And then jobs were hard to get. I said, well, they weren't hard to get, but he was working it, so I naturally just fell into it. And that was it. Yes. So, so there you go. But, um, I, just, I just fell into it, and I've did it ever since. But it's, um, yeah, it's what I, it's what I like, and it's what I'll do until, until I can't do no more. So yeah, for me it's easy now. Twelve hours a day is quite easy now. <laughs> well, I stood next to Rita's mom and dad when I was a kid, so I'm here and know the family very well. And we had um, a chap next to us, uh, ex West Bromwich Albion player. You probably wouldn't know him. A lot of people know him. His name was Jimmy Jimmy Pemberton, and he played for the, the Baggies in the fifties. He was the right back. He used to call him the Iron Man because he was very, uh, he got some strength in his legs. I would be about 12, 13, and he was like in his 50s then. Nice bloke. He was quick as time. He was, he was quicker than I was. He sold shoes and he had a store and he sold quite a few shoes and he'd have piles of empty boxes because they didn't want the boxes. He'd have a bag, he'd put the shoes in a bag and away they went. So at the end of the night, he'd, he'd have piles of boxes everywhere. He'd say, come on, 
come on Roy, it was, I know what he was doing, he was a crafty devil, he just getting me to help him break up, because he had to break him up to put him in the bin, uh-huh. and he used to have a paw for himself and a paw for me, so who can do the most, and he'd always beat me, he was 50 some odd and he could do it quicker than I could, I used to hate him for that. <laughs> That's 10 pounds on my dolly please. Enjoying the weather. <laughs> I'm off. Are you? Guernsey. Oh, lovely. I don't think the weather will be much better, but it's a ways. Oh, have a nice time. Thank you. Don't worry about me, I'll be alright. I won't. Thank you very much. We had me and three other blokes at work. We had five numbers on the English lottery. And I'll never forget the number, the fraud we had, number 28. That number fraud we had a three million pound. So I don't like number 28 anymore, <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> yeah, well, we do. you've got a five and a bonus. Well, we did have the bonus. We only, we only had the five. We had a 1,600 pound. And when I took the cheque in the bank, they said, you know, we don't get many of these cheques from the lottery. Uh, and the next week, we don't have a number at all. Yeah, uh, it's been a fantastic life for me. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm at, I've never had any problem. The people have been up here; they've been fantastic. You know, uh, you know, they're all di- you know people. They're so different, but if you if you uh, treat them with respect, uh, I treat everybody the same. I, you know, I'm not. Uh, I was brought up like that, and I brought my kids up like that, and. Um, the people have been fantastic with me. Yeah. Oh, they got to be friends. A lot of them have got to be friends, really. Uh, it's not really been a lot of work. I mean, you get, you get this, because you're self-employed, you've got the stresses with it, but um, I've never, ever not wanted to come to work. I mean, I think that's, I think that's brilliant, really. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Honestly, it's a shame it is gone, because it's a way of life that I thoroughly enjoy. I really have. I mean, you meet so many people. And I'll tell you something, they keep saying to me how bad the world is. And, but all through my life, dealing with people all my life, since I've been a little lad, I've not met many bad people. They've nearly all been good people. Nice, you've only got to talk to them. If you speak to them, they'll speak back to you. When you've got to smile at them and ask them how they are, and it's, it's there, it's underneath. It's just that we don't probably converse as we should do. You know. So I don't see the evil in the world, I only see the good. Um, that's from my point of view, but it's because I see people every day. Yeah, so... It's been my salvation, this has. It, it, it is like a little community of its own, really. I mean, like, uh, like Roy. I mean, how long have I known him? He was from when I was about 18. That's a long time, a long, long time. And when one goes, they go, you're not going it, are you? You're not going yet. I go, no, not yet, not yet, not yet, not ready yet. But there you go. Thanks for listening, and a huge thanks to everyone involved, especially the wonderful market traders. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to hear our next episode all about West Brom Town Hall. Samwell Stories, a podcast created by Multistory, producing great art with, for and about people of Sandwell.